3: Hey everybody! Welcome to the Arkham Files, the wackiest, zaniest podcast about a bunch of guys playing sweet, sweet board games or role playing games. That's what we're doing. Uh, but we got a special, extra special treat, birthday sized treat for everybody today because today is Donovan's birthday. Happy Ooh. birthday, bro. happy birthday, birthday. Guys, birthday, birthday happy birthday,
4: Eighteen
0: years old.
3: Birthday, I'm glad this
4: wasn't my idea. You guys, you guys it's did all this.
3: I didn't put any of this together. Finally a man. So Donovan's special request for his birthday is that rather than playing Call of Cthulhu, Donovan wanted to play his very first game of Dungeons & Dragons.
0: Dungeons & Donovan.
3: So we're taking a break from our usual brand, and we are moving into a and d game. So for the first time, we're going to be playing some Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah! D&D. Don't worry for our regular audience here. Don't worry. Uh, tying it all together to keep it somewhat on brand. We're actually going to be using um, Sandy Peterson's Cthulhu Mythos for 5E. Uh, if you guys haven't seen this this uh, this rulebook that he put out, it's pretty awesome. Uh, honestly, I would recommend it. If you like D&D and you like the Mythos, which is, you know, all of us and probably a big part of people who listen to these types of shows. Uh, Sandy Peterson, who, uh, if you don't know, is the original creator of the Call of Cthulhu role playing game back in the 80s um, and has been you know, involved with it over all these years up until today. But he and his company, they wrote this rule book for fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons uh, that brings all of the mythos elements into the Dungeons and Dragons rule set. So they have, it's got a lot of cool stuff in there. It's got rules for insanity, rules for dread, which is a different element. Um, Has new races that are uh, mythos type races, like the ghoul uh, brought in to be playable character races. There's some new classes that are specific to the mythos. Uh, Lots of good mythos element tie-ins, books, spells, some cool new spell rules. Uh, which we'll touch on some of this stuff as we play probably not end up using all of the new rule sets in here but so that's what we're going to be playing out. So it's going to be D&D with a COC flavor. You guys down with D&D? You know, yeah. Yeah, you know me. You know me. you down with COC? Yeah. yeah you, know you know me. me.
4: Hey, um, I think it needs to be mentioned that the Baldest Among Us. Why Seth, would you need to mention this? Why do you have to has, always mention that? Has never played D&D. He's also oh, yeah. a and d virgin.
3: Yeah. So that's, yes, this is also true. Is that. I never play. Um, <laughs> no. Okay. So all of us here at, oh, Sam, you've actually played before. Oh yeah. So, Xavier, Firestorm. um I'm talking about 5th edition. Oh yeah. yeah but you know, did you did play some 5th edition. Yeah, I played 5e. All right. So, aside so Sam has played one or two games and Abe has played before, but Donovan, Pete and Seth have actually never played. Never. Uh 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons. Pete's played 4th. We used to have a campaign back in the day playing 4th edition, which is where Pete, we you've never
4: done 5th? We originally started
3: three. like playing Pete's DD. He's going to do a line of 5th tonight. Yeah, so Pete's first time playing fifth. That's first time playing D and D at all ever. Yeah. So and Donovan's being, first time being playing
4: fresh D&D. into the D and D world. You guys are making a big deal out of this fourth and fifth. Is it really that big a difference
3: between fourth and fifth edition? Yes, there's a huge difference between fourth edition and fifth edition. There's a they change the rules up a lot. Going well, and fourth edition is actually way the most different probably from all of the D and D editions. Um. So they've changed the rules up quite a bit. Fifth is I, I've I've actually never played one through three or three to dot five, um, but I played fourth and fifth. I like fifth a lot. There's some elements in fourth that are cool, but yeah, I like I like fifth edition a lot. It's they streamlined a ton of stuff, made it really easy to run, and uh, yeah, pick up and play, and it runs pretty smooth. But so I guess for these guys who haven't played, and Pete for getting into the new rule set. Uh, and any of the anybody listening who hasn't played D&D before, we can give you a little rundown of the differences here between uh, like D&D and Call of Cthulhu and just some of the the high points on rules. Uh, you know, the salient features here. Uh, so, you know, again, it's it's a tabletop role playing game. So essentially, it's, it's the same concept as D&D, where you're playing your character, you go through, you want to do things, you have an ability that lines up with whatever you're trying to do. You roll the dice to see if you succeed. So in Call of Cthulhu, you you in Call of Cthulhu, you roll your two D10s and you're trying to roll under your skill level or your, you know, your strength level or your ability level. Um in D, your primary dice that you're gonna be using for most everything is your d20, which is your 20-sided die right here. And so for most every ability check or attack, you're gonna roll your your 20-sided die. And your character sheets, you're going to have ability, you're going to have modifiers on all of your different skills and your uh, abilities, like ability characteristics, which strength, dexterity. So basically, you're going to roll your d20, you're going to add your modifier, and your modifier has to beat whatever the difficulty level is of what you're trying to accomplish, or... Like if you're making an attack and you're trying to hit somebody. So like, if you guys see on your character sheet, you have an, your armor class, your AC. So if you want to attack a different, a monster, you roll your D20, you add whatever your attack bonus is for your weapon. Um, and then you got to get above that monster's DC or their AC. I mean, um, if you beat that, then you hit them. And then you can roll for damage. So it's going to be the same thing for obstacles. Like if you want to accomplish something, like you want to go pick a lock, there's going to be a level of difficulty that I know the, the DC that you have to beat, you know, so it'd be a 12 or whatever. So you'll have to roll your lock picking skill, roll your D20, add your modifier, and you have to beat the difficulty level. If you succeed, then you, you accomplish whatever your task is. So. One of the biggest things, especially for playing role-playing games, though, like, as the, the dungeon master and the person running the game, I don't want you guys to concern yourself a ton about, like, oh, what are the rules? Does this Is this following the rules? Just do what you want to do. Think of what you want to do. Throw it out there and let me ro- worry about how to make it fit in the rules. If it's not going to work, you know, it just won't work. Um, and I'll tell you that. But, yeah, more cons- more worry about, like, how can I accomplish what I'm trying to accomplish? Um One of the other big differences about D&D over Call of Cthulhu is D&D is very centered around your characters. Call of Cthulhu, your characters kind of die and go insane, and it's kind of a thing that you're going to lose your character at some point. So... The character creation, I feel like, in Call of Cthulhu isn't, is not as definitely not as in-depth as you guys learned last night as we were building our d d characters, and it yeah, took, a, took a while. <laughs> yeah, Seth is like, what Seth is Seth threw this a tantrum. Yeah, it's... I did. I was like, what we're on nonsense. hour three of character creation. Why am I so creation. bald?
5: Yeah. I went bald
2: on <laughs> my character sheet. I made my character bald. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Donovan's talking about. It's only about. fair. Not my personal person.
3: Yeah, Seth is just, just Seth covered has a, in hair. Seth, yeah. yeah. Seth is covered in
2: hair. <laughs> he is covered in hair. He's I'm the like hairiest
3: Morrison. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so like your characters,
1: (laughs) sweater back over there.
3: (laughs) Um, characters in D and D also are D and D is heroic fantasy, right? Call of Cthulhu is more survival horror or it's horror. And you know, it's cosmic horror is really what it's the genre is. But you know, the whole kind of point of call of Cthulhu is your characters are weak and feeble. And there's these big, scary, terrible elements that are so much bigger and more powerful and scarier than you are. And so that is where the horror comes from your existential dread of the universe. Uh, D and D is it's, it's a, it's heroic fantasy. So each one of your characters is, is a hero. They have yeah, their, you know, they're stronger and cooler and faster and more skilled than the average person running around. That's why they're doing these awesome adventures that we're doing. So every one of your characters has abilities. You have cool special abilities that you can use bonuses to doing cool stuff. Um,
4: I need a hero. Yeah.
3: So that's just something to be aware of. Like be aware like, like I said, try not to focus on the rules too much, but do be aware of like the cool extra do. abilities that. Yeah, so I'm glad Seth doesn't ever bog himself down with that nonsense. <laughs> so you'll do great, but yeah, but do be aware of what cool things your characters can do because they do have cool special abilities. Like a long, I got long sword. Yeah,
0: it's not an ability. To- <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Um, another thing is the inspiration mechanic. So if you guys do something and this is a role playing mechanic, it's to encourage you guys to role play your characters, which you guys do a good job of anyway. But so, like, if you do something especially good with your with your role playing and typically it's like, you know, because a lot of times in games, it's like there's the thing that's the obviously beneficial thing to do. But your character wouldn't really do that because it's not in it's not in their character, you know. And so you choose, you're like, eh, like, of course I want to go take this bag of gold coins from this tiny child, but my guy wouldn't really do that. Um, But so if you basically, if you're playing your character and you play your character well, especially in something where it's like you kind of take a disadvantage because of one of your character traits, then you can earn inspiration. Which is basically like an, uh, an extra reroll. It's like you oh. get a you get a. It's like getting an advantage in your pocket that you can choose to throw out there to re-roll something. Is that an advantage in your pocket? You just happy to see? It's <laughs> <laughs>
2: <That's>
3: my inspiration.
0: <laughs> Reason in my life.
3: Um. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so and and that. my way that I do inspiration, I have these Ooh, sweet golden dice. gold D twenties. Which, if you guys get some, if you guys do something inspiring, this is how I hand out inspiration points. I will chuck you one of these rad gold d 20s Like a gold star in grade school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So take your notes. Yeah, it's like write a that golden down. ticket. I'm giving Lanka. Pete one right now because he's uh, been taking notes a little.
2: Yeah, time. dude, he's got like two pages worth of notes. What the crap? Man, he's the to best. Be doing he's the
3: best player. He's writing down his spells. Yes, spells. spells. You don't have spells. I don't have spells. So that is something you guys are going to see. We have a, t- a couple new races that are that these guys have picked to play for their classes, and those are out of the uh, Sandy Peterson Cthulhu Mythos book. So you'll be, if you're wondering, like, what the heck is that thing? Why is Why is Sam a cat? Uh, that's why.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just as an example. Yeah. Um, one thing I think that's kind of cool to to maybe this doesn't matter to our listeners I don't know but we are all in the same room in the same room it's pretty awesome yeah. this is the
4: first time yeah. since birthday the second, party D&D. the second recording of Mr, Mr.
2: Corbett yep. this is yeah. so it's been a few years since we've all well, been able to get together which and actually saved play the show. four,
3: four years yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so whoa we'll see four see how years ago we recorded Corbett we'll uh-huh. see how <laughs> catastrophic this goes
4: Abe wasn't even around twenty eight uh, you did
3: have you that's did push true. record right. Second.
4: Oh,
2: my gosh. Yeah, the second Corbett was <laughs> Abe's first. That was my first show. Oh, yeah, his first was appearance first show. in the show. So oh, I remember. Yeah. It was hilarious. That was when I butted myself oh, in. Hey, guys,
0: hi. it's, it's me, Billy. Billy. Oh, oh,
1: Hey, Oh, Hey, Oh, Hey, Bill. Can I come play stickball with you guys? <laughs> Bill.
2: Hey, I'm not the only one that struggled to find his voice. Yeah, off the come on, guys. You
3: convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> We've all struggled to find I'm our voice. I've never struggled I with still any struggle of my to voice. find my voice. Yeah, Sam has to do it every single Yeah, Tallahassee Turner is a perfect Sean <laughs> okay, so also another new thing that I forgot to add before, there is a new skill. What's it called? It's called Yog Sothothery, Donovan. But <laughs> uh, basically, um, it's like it's a wisdom skill. It's like the Arcana skill or the Religion skill. In I'm proficient in religion. Oh my gosh! So actually, if you want to, instead of being proficient in religion, yes. you can take the Yog Sothothery skill. Yog Soth, here I come! So uh, for those of you guys that play call of cthulhu this would kind of be i think the corollary to the cthulhu mythos skill over here uh, brought over into dnd Yog Sothothery, which i don't know if you guys know that but that's the original uh like mythos that's that's what skill. yeah well that's what hp lovecraft called his mythos mm. stuff he didn't call it the mythos he called it Yog authory which is kind of funny um but yeah, so you can take that. It's a skill you can use. It's it's going to be like how you discern the outer cosmic alien weirdness that is the mythos. So if you find something like that, you would use your Yogg-Sothothry skill instead of Arcana or religion or whatever. So anyways, oh, the only other effect is that if you are, unless you're like an undead creature or something, it, you actually do... You get a penalty equal to half your proficiency bonus when rolling to save against effects like dread or insanity or fear and things like that. So, Donovan, that is something that we're going to be aware of. Moving forward. But it's good. I like it. Okay, so I think that covers the most important things. Anything pops up in the game, we'll talk about it. So, without further ado, let us move into our very first... D&D game for the Arkham Files. Files, an actual play, Call of Cthulhu, and Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Featuring Abel Morrison as Mathon. How can you be a bard? You're the ugliest creature alive. Seth Morrison as Tim. All right, gents.
2: Stick to the shadows. Stay close to the trees. Climb them if you have to. Donovan
3: Bollard as Drandy Savage.
2: Let's just say I wanted to go for a midnight stroll
5: with my cat.
3: Peter Morrison as Glenn Guglia. Perhaps they're in need of some entertainment. Sam Morrison as Major Baker's Cat.
0: Well, my name is Major Baker's Cat. (laughs) Meow.
3: And I'm your dungeon master, Alex Morrison. Now grab onto some dice and your acid arrow. Let's find some hot melfs in your area. feel it. Right now, can you feel the weight? Most likely you can't, but it is there nonetheless. The weight of everything pulling you down, pressing you into the Earth. And it is everything. As Sir Isaac Newton so eloquently stated in his Law of Universal Gravitation, that every particle attracts every other particle in the universe with a force that is directly proportional to the product of their masses and inversely proportional to the square of the distance between their centers. And thus, what the sublime equation for this inverse square law so elegantly demonstrates, while the force might be infinitesimally small, it is never zero. And so, everything in the universe is, in fact, pulling on you. But it is a weight you have become so accustomed to, that you stride through life, head held high, never feeling the force of galaxies weighing upon you. But what is the weight of responsibility, of regret, of the knowledge of what should be, but isn't, and only will be if you shoulder the burden? Of knowing the ways of what should be and what could be, and all the ways from here to there, and that you have been tasked to keep them. Is this the weight that bows our heads, that hunches our shoulders, that causes us to hesitate and question from the very beginning Am I my brother's keeper? The weight of the universe we can bear without a bead of sweat falling from our brow, but at the weight of bearing the responsibility for one another, of a family, a legacy, our knees buckle and we are found wanting. Is this the weight that eventually pulls us down into our graves? That over the years, the accumulation of so much regret from promises unkept, obligations unmet, and still more responsibilities weighing ahead that they eventually bend us so low and press us down into the dirt. Will we too cry up from the dust for relief? That then, finally, we can be free. Or will we crawl, fingers scraping for just one more inch along the way? we are gone, who will take up the burden? Who will be brother to us? For if the Keeper falls along the way, who is left to keep them? This is the Arkham Files. Case 003.5. Keeper of the Ways. Date unknown. Location unknown. everything is dark it's just blackness that's all you can see then suddenly you're standing you're in a place you don't know where you are you're confused at everything that's around you are strange geometric structures they're huge gigantic they reach all the way up seeming like into the sky sky which is also just a strange strange color suddenly something small goes overhead wait no it's not small it's just far away it's actually gigantic as it flies through the air you hear a distant roar as it speeds past overhead confusion dread sets in and then, your eyes open. Dr. Simeon, you're... <laughs> that's not your name.
1: <laughs>
3: what is your name? You know what my name is, say it. I don't know what your name is. I it's called you Dr. Simeon. Dr. Simeon isn't your name, what's your name? You know what your name is. Uh, I should have changed it. Oh well.
4: <laughs> it's
3: go with you it. can change it if you want to. It's too late now. It's not. It's really not. <laughs> <laughs>
5: All right. My name is Dragon B Daddy. Fire <laughs> breather from the north. Oh my
3: gosh. Did you say Dragon B Daddy? Yeah, damn right. Like Johnny B Good. Yeah, yep. Dragon B Daddy. B for okay. good. So. No, yes, that's who you are. Yes. Dragon Be Daddy, you open your eyes, and you're looking up at the sky. <laughs> are we really going with this? Dra- Dragon Be Daddy? It's yeah. his character. He can pick his name.
0: It's my birthday. <laughs>
3: I mean, it makes it... I can it, be
0: Daddy if I want
3: to. It makes <laughs> it makes it real hard for me to take strike a serious tone for any of this game by calling him Dragon B Daddy the whole time, but I can call him Daddy for short. Okay, Dragon Bee Daddy. Yes. You opened your eyes. Opened. You're laying flat on the ground. Why? But at least now you're looking up at a normal sky. Hell yeah. (laughs) You're looking around, you see some trees. Uh, You sit up, and you are... Everything's hazy in your mind. You're still getting flashes of that strange other place that start to fade a bit like a weird waking dream. But not completely. You still feel uneasy. Looking around, you're in a clearing. A a flat clearing that appears to be on the top of a hill. There's some trees around. um, But directly across from you, you see boots. Also, the bottom of boots pointing up towards the sky. And as you're looking at them, you realize that they're attached to another person, who's also lying flat on his back. Is it a cat? Across from you. No, it's not a cat in
1: boots.
3: (laughs) The cat is off to your right, lying flat on the ground. And that's when you realize that looking around, you also see another, what looks like a person to your left, lying flat on the ground, laying face up, and then across from you, off to the right a bit. Also, everyone's feet pointing towards each other. That's in impossible. A c- Cats la- always in land on the seat. In a, a c- <laughs> circle, except the cat, who's on its feet, though also seems to be unconscious. Uh, you see what looks to be a large animal of some kind. It's covered in hair, covered in fur.
4: It's Seth! <laughs> <laughs> except
2: for is, it, is it right, said, I Seth, you I'm a
3: rug. <laughs> and then, you see what looks like a human across from you sits up and opens his eyes. The next thing that strikes you though, you remember your name, sort of. You kind of thought your name was something else for a second but you don't remember much else. You don't know how you ended up here on this on this hilltop. You don't really know who you are. Hmm. You also don't know who any of these people are that are around you. So Seth, you open up your eyes. You see the sky. You lean up and you see some sort of strange dragon person sitting up across from you. Uh, dragon Bee Daddy, would you like to describe yourself?
5: Yeah. Find
3: what does like, Seth see?
5: I finally remember what my real name is. It's Drandy Savage. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, Drandy Savage.
5: Yeah, sorry so about your that. Your name guys. is
3: not Dr. Simeon can or... Dragon be daddy. Well, my friends
5: call me Dragon Daddy. Uh, what you're looking at is a well-formed dragon, pecs like you had never seen before, six-pack of the gods, and hell yeah, you noticed it. You see it. Ass is rock <laughs> hard as, a, <laughs> as the biggest mound you ever seen. Uh, a I got
3: smoothie. I got a
5: shield. I got a cape it's red blood like the red moon you know when the moon goes red you've seen that before haven't you oh you see of course hell yeah brother now listen here i got boots on you think a dragon can't wear boots hell yeah you think a cat can just wear boots nah anyways that's me
3: all right so you see that you also see um what appears to be some kind of holy symbol Around his neck, holy, right? Isn't that what your holy symbol is? You do have a holy symbol, yes. Yes. So, yes, yes, yes. which makes you think that the this dragon, you know this this race? It's a dragonborn. Um, what color are you, by the way, dragonborn? Not that it matters; we don't see color, but it does matter some, <laughs> a little bit. I'm
5: black as hell. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, so a black dragonborn across from you uh, appears to have some sort of holy symbol. Does it matter? Well, it does matter because it it affects what kind of black uh, breath weapon you have. (laughs) That's the only thing. Um, Okay, so yes, you see, uh, he has some sort of holy symbol um, around his neck. So you, so judging by his his getup, uh, appears to be some sort of holy warrior, maybe a paladin. As these words are starting to form back into your mind, You swear a lot for a paladin. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you mind your damn business, brother? <laughs> so, uh, Seth, what does uh, Drandy Savage see? What do your uh, dragonborn eyes yeah, see? Yeah, what does this dragonborn eyes see?
2: So, can I can I do? Uh, like, I got to know who I am, right? Like, I'm not fully
3: amnesiatic or whatever, right? You you vaguely remember your name. For a second, you thought it was Tallahassee Turner, or maybe that was me, <laughs> but. Uh,
2: well, the reason I'm asking is because I had a, an intro. Can I just go with that intro? Okay. All right. So I sit up about uh, six foot one, 180 pounds. I've got black, thick black hair, and I'm wearing a long, dark, black cloak. And I don't remember much, but I, I do remember some things. I feel... That I am the cause of sending many souls out of this world to meet their fate. And I do remember that I am one with the darkness. I am the shadow of death. I am the Grim Reaper. If you see me, I am the last thing you will ever see. I am your worst nightmare. They call me... Tim...
1: <laughs>
3: Alright, so you see Tim, the bloodthirsty assassin.
4: Oh, I heard it coming, dude. I not, not the name, but I was expecting something I didn't know, I didn't know the name. I
3: thought he was going to say Massachusetts Marvin.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I'll just Tim. I love the voice. That's a that's Yikes. sounds badass. You also have a weird hazy uh, memory of that strange other place with the enormous uh, structures. So, and then one by one around you, you're alarmed for a second as you see some sort of giant bear creature uh, next to you, um, and a, a, what appears to also just be a ordinary house cat.
0: Meow. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then what also looks to, to your right maybe looks like another human lying down, who then also blinks awake, sits up, looking around at the uh, strange creatures surrounding him. Pete. Oh, that's me. What do they see when you sit up? My character is finely dressed,
2: wearing a nice fitted suit, Slung over his shoulder is a... Is your name Dom dream card? No, this is Dom <laughs> Drunkard. I heard no oh. difference at all.
1: <laughs> That's it. Go to somebody else. I hate this game.
2: <laughs> right. I'm very furry, but I'm nicely dressed. I wear an ascot. Go ahead.
3: Um, and he has a, a loot case next to him. Yeah. You also notice maybe a little a little bit of dirt kind of sprinkled around on him. So, uh, some sort of enormous bear monster sits up and looks around. And Abe, would you like to describe yourself? Oh, no. <laughs> hey, boo-boo.
1: <laughs> Where's
5: oh, my picnic basket? <laughs> <please. laughs> oh, no. You're, you got drandy uh, savage. Well, Kill me. I believe... I
0: left my food at home. <laughs> How are all you guys doing? <laughs> you sound Canadian. <laughs> Take off you houlders.
2: Take off, eh? Hey, give me back my food. Alright, that's not really me.
3: <clears throat> uh, but I couldn't resist. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Maybe the worst game we've ever played. Uh, okay. Um Alright, so what do they see, Abe? Ah, uh, the big bear monster sits up. Uh
2: Seven and a half feet tall, furry, unshaven,
3: very furry. <laughs> he's a furry bear with just a shaven face.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he's bald.
3: Um no,
2: I, I don't shave. It's, <laughs> Do it's they have that fur back in all over. D
3: can you shave in D and D? Yeah, you can shave in D. <laughs> Bald. It's a fantasy, bro. You can you can shave if you want. If that's what you floats your boat. Middle aged bear. Um, that's, all right. what you uh, bear
2: uh, that's about it. I'm unarmored at this point, so.
3: Um, alright, so you see a big Oh wait. I've got a shield. And chainmail, actually. Oh, I'm wearing chainmail? Oh yeah, yeah brother, I got a big and old and shield. And a shield on my back that I was laying on. Yeah. Uh, so you see this big a... brawny Hairy bear creature, though the face isn't like a bear. The face is more humanoid than a bear, not like a snout. Almost like a Bigfoot. Mm, very, very much Richardson. Bigfooty.
2: Hey, what's your real berry. accent for this for character or a, a bugbear? Bug <laughs> uh, I don't know yet.
3: A <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no. Randy Savage I'm, type
2: voice. Who are you? Yeah, is that something I can maintain? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> <Where are> <laughs> the other. <laughs> <laughs> where are the drugs coming from? Where to
0: me? <laughs> you got this. He's, He's not wearing hockey move. pads.
3: Um, all right. <laughs> you can just do your, your Billy McCall awesome. voice like Pete's doing My his name. voice. Um, so yeah, you There's you're McCall is <laughs> <laughs> it spelled B E A R Y? <laughs> B E A R Y. Barry. Barry. Barry McConnell. <laughs> um Uh Alright. So uh, he looks very capable being a giant bear man. A bug bear, that's what he is. He's yeah, a I'm a bug bear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your memory is also hazy and you uh, you're not sure actually really who you are you don't know who any of these people are around you or what they're doing there or this strange collection of creatures that for some reason have amassed here on this hilltop allergic to as cats. this <laughs> as this house cat <laughs> who is of course already on his feet but eyes pop open um, and you are very confused looking around you uh, are having very clear thoughts uh the any of the words that have been said you've understood them, which wasn't always the case in the past so what is what are, what do these other people see when they look over <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm, well, I'm a cat of many cars, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but most prominent is my black and silver sheen, and of course being a cat, in fully nude. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. This is... Why is it such a oh. bad combo? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Whatever man. Sam picks. I'm a medium-sized cat and like I said, I'm a f- cat of many colors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I
0: just look like a regular old cat of many colors. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um okay. That's me. Excellent. Here, Buster. You gotta put some clothes on. Wow, is it raining right now? Uh it is starting to rain.
2: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
3: So, the five of you, lying in a kind of star pattern on the ground, oh, Yes. looking around, looking at each other, you notice the, uh, the grass, the parched and spotty grass that you're laying in, appears to be burned and scorched in some areas. And looking around, you are on a flattened hilltop. Uh, there are trees, it's wooded, you see a lot of large, uh, large stones around you, it's a very rocky area. Some of these, um, all the stones are very dark color, almost black. Uh, a lot of them are large, taller than you guys are, and looking around. But there is one specifically, as as a, uh, um, it is directly behind uh, Drandy Savage. Uh, as you turn and you see it, Drandy and the rest of you. There is one standing stone behind you that is, it's dark, it's it's black, and the front face of it is polished to like a mirror sheen that you can almost see a reflection of yourself in it. Not quite, it's blurry, it's hazy, but it's definitely strange that there's this single-pillared stone here and to have it be that worked and polished. And looking at it, it immediately fills you with a sense of dread. And as we're going with the Sandy Peterson Cthulhu Mythos rules, two levels of dread. I feel doubly dreaded.
5: Oh, hell yeah, brother. I'm feeling it too.
3: It almost is a similar dread to that that sense you got from that vision you had. So, with two levels of dread, um, each level, there are seven states, stages of dread that you can get into. And they will compound... As, you, as more things give you dread. So at first level of dread, you are disturbed and you must succeed on a wisdom saving throw against the dread that you see um, in order to move closer to it. At level two, you are spooked and you automatically fail on the saving throw to approach the dread source. And you have disadvantage on ability checks while the dread source is within the line of sight. So I'm actually going to let you uh make a wisdom saving throw against this dread effect all of us? Yeah. So cuz you all see it. All of you kind of t- like Drandy Savage, you turn around and you see it and the rest of you also you see him well, look at it just... and then it all your attention is just drawn to it. It's kind of at the center of this clearing on the far end and it just starts to absorb your attention. So, everybody make a wisdom saving throw. So, I just roll my... uh, Your D20. Yep. And so, you guys will see there's a section on your character sheet that says saving throws. Eight. I got a 12. So, add your wisdom modifier onto that. I got got an eight. I got a six.
2: (laughs) Fourteen. With my wisdom plus two, is it? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Okay. So, wait, do I...
0: I got the one... (laughs) <laughs> 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 My wisdom modifier is plus one though, so I got two. Yeah, so that's oh. a
3: critical fail. Uh oh. Yeah. Good.
0: Yeah, brother, I got six
5: plus one. I'm off to a
3: great start. Six, so seven. So, uh, fourteen. Uh, Abe, what did you get? Uh, I got a twelve. Twelve. Okay, none of you succeed. What? Fourteen is pretty. Good. So all of you, <laughs> it is pretty. It is pretty good, but um, so you are filled with a sense of dread, and you cannot bring yourselves to move any closer to this object as you're looking at it study back chaps and then the fact and then it's kind of it starts to settle in looking around that you don't you don't know where you are you have no idea where you are and how you ended up here you don't know who you are except for maybe your name you don't know who the people are around you and so taking a glance around i want you guys to roll a perception check
5: So I add my modifier to that bit. or right, uh, don't I, brother?
3: Yeah, yeah. add your perception so I got
5: 18. 21, I bro. got 13. Eight.
2: So I, I rolled a 13, so then I'll add my 4.
3: Yeah, then so add your 4 on your perception. 17. Abe? I rolled 13. Total. 13. Okay. Um. So what'd you get again, Sam? I got an 8. Okay.
0: Wow. So,
3: and you got like... I got 18. 18. So basically everybody except for the cat, the cat who's just bends over and starts licking licking himself himself. (laughs) Uh, the rest of you looking around so you see this you see this this black stone that that is filling you with dread Um, and the sky is overcast it has just started to sprinkle with rain it's about maybe uh, it's it's still in the morning and looking around and uh, looking through the trees you can actually see down at the bottom of the hill and a little ways away you can actually see a village through the trees. That looks like if you've managed to navigate through here, you know, a few hours away, maybe a half day at most. Uh, nearby. Down there at the at the bo- at the base of the hill. Did you say half a day? Yeah, if you know, at most. Is that even with the cat with
2: the stubby legs?
3: Well it depends on how well no. you guys navigate. We're not carrying you.
0: I'm actually pretty fast. <laughs> As the crow flies.
3: Um, <laughs> so, also, I don't think we got all of your guys' names. Or you guys could introduce yourselves to each other and ask wow. some questions to each I other. I don't know you, chaps. I'd like to get to know you. My name's Tim.
2: Who are you? Are you talking to me? I'm looking right at you. My name is Glenn. Glenn Goulia. I'm a ghoul. <laughs> <laughs>
3: if you hadn't noticed.
0: Is your wife's name
2: Julia? Yes, but my wife died a tragic death many years ago when I ate her. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Overshare. You don't know that. Yeah. Just kidding. You vaguely that re- didn't you have a vague recollection. I don't know. I may have a wife. That's it um, for me.
0: Well, my name is Major Baker's Cat.
3: <laughs>
0: I'm a major in the Feline Battalion of Uranus. Um.
3: You are actually—that is his his subclass am, or subrace of cat.
0: I'm from Uranus. Yes. <laughs> the planet, not your butthole. <laughs> Have
3: you checked. Oh. <laughs> um, also, Major Baker's Cat. As you say that out, like, and you're kind of shocked that you're actually s- speaking. You don't know if you could have done this before. Also, you don't know if you remember if you had a name before. Oh
0: wait, am I actually? Can you understand me?
3: Is it just me? or Is, is that is it just cat me, or am I speaking? S- speaking. You do. You can not understand him. Yes, no, you. Can. He's talking.
0: So, you, yes, I'm talk. not just saying meow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, yes, you're speaking.
0: Hmm. Is that a bear?
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's a bugbear. Hmm. Yes. I myself, uh, my name is Mathan Ursa. Ursula? I, Ursa.
0: Ursula? Come here, cat. I'll tie you in a knot. Oh, kinky. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can't win.
1: Yes. The scary. name is... The- <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, um, okay, so uh, what do you guys do? Perhaps we should move toward that town. I bet they have a pub. No, Perhaps they're in need of some entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> so- Just a thought. Mm. Dom Junkard wants a pub.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I kind of do. I would have to agree with the ghost here. All right, so that's what you guys are doing. You're going to start heading towards that town? Should we start heading towards that town? All right, gents. Stick to the shadows. Stay close to the trees. Does Does anybody know what that black pillar is? Oh, yeah. Yeah, is there any way we could, like, do a perception on that rock that um, looks like
3: a portal? Yeah, you guys can roll perception. All right. You guys can roll a perception check. All Let's right. perceive. 17. Um, but you guys are going to have disadvantage. Oh. oh, why? Because of your level of Dread. I want you guys to also write down that you have two Dread. Oh. Two Dread. Oh. Where do we write that? Yeah, where do I write that? Just anywhere on your sheet.
2: I'm going to write it under. Just write
3: two Dread and then also write, you know, for this black rock. Oh, it's
4: because we failed our dread roll. That's why we yeah. have So you
3: guys have two dread, and it's directly associated with this rock. So I rolled with, a five. With your two, level two of dread, you have disadvantage on ability ooh. checks while you're in wilds in vision. So, so this is Black Rock. 19 is He's trying one. to take over the world.
1: Oh, critical fail. Yeah, I got a one, brother.
2: Dang, I got a 19 on that one. So I got What's a 13 my, plus four, so I've got a 17. Okay. That's my worst. Ooh, um, I got a
0: plus five. Heck yeah! I got an eight. as my worst. I got a
1: five. So I got a
3: six. Plus five. So I rolled a one. All right. So rolling perception, looking at it, looking closer, like it is a rock. Like it's it's not it's it hasn't been made of anything else. It's like you said, looks like a portal. <laughs> um, it is a large pillar of stone, and it looks like a natural pillar except for this front face. That is facing all of you. Or I guess this is uh, Tim that's getting all of this. Yeah. So succeed. you're kind of moving side to side. Side to side so you can get a better look at it. You can't bring yourself to move any closer to it. Because of the feeling that it, it fills you with. Um, yeah, of dread. And it, it's you can almost see a reflection. Almost. Um, you're not sure for a second if all those reflections line up to everything that you are seeing around you
2: what's that head
3: (laughs) so you can't discern much else about it from what you're seeing I can't discern
2: much about this rock but it gives me the willies I think we better jog on
3: (laughs) (laughs) okay so you guys are going to start moving towards the town yeah all right, I want you to make, as you're trying to navigate your way down this hill, either a nature or survival. All right, let's go for survival. Yes. Oh, no. My nature's nature
2: one. Oh. everything you're
0: making us roll so, is wisdom.
2: Survival. I got a 16 plus two. Ooh, I rolled a six. Eight, I got a 13.
3: 18. So.
5: So. I got an 18, so brother. Hell yeah.
3: All right, what'd you get, Sam? I got a 13. Okay. I got a 6. All right. Well, awesome. You guys do succeed in navigating your way through without getting too lost, Um, even though you don't know really where you're going, just kind of from eyeballing where that town is and then... Just working your way down the hill through Wait a minute we My never, cat
0: does have the ability to see get Pretty anything? well in
3: darkness um, you, you guys rolled high enough That you can guide everybody Thumb down Oh hell yeah right here
2: brother Please um, lead the way
3: So uh Tim and Drandy Savage yeah, or, I don't know Nathan. what Abe rolled Also what is your name Abe? Oh yeah Nathan Ma- Mathon Mathon. 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 I Mathon I rolled a 15 <laughs> Okay Okay, so, uh also, you know what, Seth? Here you go, pal.
1: No! What? He gets a golden oh. dice already? dice?
5: Yes, he gets golden ticket. Yes.
3: This is, is Moshe's You guys heard his it's intro. It's because it's first time. right? right? So you heard that, that intro. But I've been singing, singing this whole
4: intro is amazing. My intro is
3: incredible. That's why he your got Your intro sucks. do it's my it's
1: birthday.
4: <laughs> <laughs> birthday
3: inspiration. Um, what do I do with this thing? That's your, you can use it to re-roll something. Oh, it's like a, it's two. like having advantage. Noise. Is it a one and done? And you can go, choose when you go when go want to noise. use it. Yeah. To it use it or lose it. And you can hang on to it as long as you want.
1: We're walking um.
3: Okay, We're but the thing is that you can always earn more inspiration. So. The
2: sun goes down.
3: But you can only have you can only have one at a time. Girl, shut your girl
0: mouth. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. So working your way down. Um. Uh, the rain is, is... It's still sprinkling. It's not, it's, it's not very heavy. And uh, you're working your way through the undergrowth, the trees. It's a fairly heavily wooded hill that you're working your way down. Um, but... Uh, you, uh, from what you're able to sense... This isn't your first time out navigating through the woods, through nature. So you're able to make your way pretty pretty effectively... Uh, it still does take you uh, hours to get down there. Um, so you are coming down near the village, which, as you're getting closer, you see it's not very it's not very large. It's down in this valley that's just beneath this hill. Um, mostly stone buildings, though a lot of wood and thatch. Um, as you are up at a higher vantage point, you see there is a a large stone. Um, manor that's at the far end of town um, that has a wall around it that definitely looks a lot more important. Um, and when I say far end of town, I mean, you see a large stone manor that's around at the center of town and has a, a wall around it. Looks a lot nicer, uh, fancier than most all of the other structures. Uh, as you make your way, there's some a little bit of farmland as you're Moving in closer to the town, down in the foothills, and as you you find a road and a path that's leading you to this small village, there's a few small kind of thatched houses on the outskirts. you guys to make a perception check as you're as you're moving in or maybe maybe an insight actually make an insight check insight
2: yeah all right Five. i got, i got a 17. 14 Fail
3: yeah. The heck You can't roll under 15 I have 11 oh, yes, not.
0: <laughs> I, I got a 5
3: Ooh. Okay wow. 14, 14. For me. Can't do it You're not a cat Stop it <laughs> 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 I'm just gonna talk like this From now on Okay what it, what you, Yeah keep talking Got a you 5 go. Okay 5
0: That's not how I talk I got a 5 brother
3: Okay Sam
0: I got an 11 <laughs> Uh,
3: Mathin, mathon
4: Mathon.
3: Math, Mathon. Mathon. I got a 14. Um, all right, so Mathon um, and uh, Tim. Uh, the thing you notice as you're moving in through this, this farm area and getting closer to the town, you don't see hardly anybody out. Um, there's nobody out working the fields. Uh, you see maybe one or two people that are close to their houses. When they see you guys coming, they duck back inside. Oh! <gasps> Um, all right, so you guys make it to the the town proper after you're moving past all of this the kind of farm area working your way in. you see a lot of houses uh, from when you're observing the town from above, it did look like there was maybe a like a shop mercantile kind of area that was closer to the center of town. Ah, uh, so what do you guys want to do?
2: Should we move towards the mercantile area or should we move towards the uh, the larger structure that looked fancy
5: uh, I would like to use my divine sense
2: what okay
5: All right, I want to sense anything about 60 feet around me in any direction okay. yeah I'll go for it okay but I'm gonna
2: just
5: <coughs> oh shit <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs>
3: you've got to quit smoking
5: heck no brother all
3: right, Dragon. so how do I use divine sense? What does it say right here? Um, your divine sense, you charisma. Just, yeah, you just use it. You can uh, use it as many times as your charisma modifier, I believe.
5: Three times.
3: Yeah, and um, why don't you read it to me? What does it say? So divine sense is a paladin ability that you get at level one, which we've all started at level one. Yeah. Uh.
5: The presence of strong evil registers on your sins like a noxious odor. The powerful good rings like heavenly music in your ears. As in actions you can open your awareness to detect such forces. Until the end of your next turn, you know locations of any celestial fiend or undead within sixty feet of you that is not behind total cover. You know the type Celestial, Fiend, or Undead. Of any of being worse pres- present you sense, but not its identity, the Vampire Count Strahd von Vorovic, for instance. Within the same radius, you also detect the presence of any place or object that has been consecrated or disintegrated as a hollow spell. You can use this feature a number of times equal uh, equal to one plus your charisma modifier. When you finish a long rest, you regain all expanded uses.
3: Okay, so using your divine sense, uh, I sense the ghoul. Yes, <laughs> <you laughs> sense. Jeez, I wonder. I wonder what all that was for. <laughs> um, you don't sense anything else around you, but yeah, the, you do get a sense of a, an undead nearby, directly traveling with you. I stab him. Okay,
2: it doesn't work because I'm undead.
0: Blocked.
3: You can make him re
0: Stop giving uh, him
5: ideas. <laughs> I'm gonna re-dead him.
3: <laughs> okay, so, so yeah, as you're walking through, and yeah, and you kind of have, you still do have a little bit of an uneasy feeling. As you guys have left the, the presence of that stone up on the hill, your dread has slowly faded away. Also, it's been a while, too. Do we have zero dread now? You're down to zero dread. Zero dread. Though, down into the village, when you, as you're coming in, you are getting a sense of unease. Uh, especially as it, most anybody that sees you guys on the street as you're coming up uh, immediately ducks into whatever building they are nearby or uh, hurries away from you. They don't see me down a Yeah, down a different street. You'll never see
1: Tim. Old
0: woman,
3: man. Do you call out to an old woman? I do. Um, old woman. Uh, there is an old woman that is walking. She turns and she looks at you and it immediately <laughs> flees the other direction.
0: Wait,
2: I just want to play you a song. Ah. Please let me play you a song. I think you need to keep to the shadows like me. He said
5: there was like an old stone manor somewhere.
2: Yeah, that was closer to the center of town.
5: I'm going to that place. He wants to go with me.
2: I'm really the only one that might be able to go in somewhere without freaking someone out. Is that right?
0: I'm a cat. I can go. As long as I don't speak, then I won't freak anyone out.
3: This is true. I might be very useful. He does look like a normal cat. Um, Dragonborns aren't necessarily like monsters, though they're not super common. But yeah, the bugbear is quite an uh, alarming, intimidating presence. We have, perhaps we should have thought this
5: through. Yeah, with a name like My Thong, man. As is this freak ghoul. People out.
2: As is the ghoul. Yeah. I thought maybe the paisley ascot I'm wearing would be disarming. Hey, Tim, cat, yes. let's go in
5: here. I'm a paladin. Oh. I help people with righteousness and shit. Let's go help them. <laughs>
0: How many legs does the cat have? I've got four legs. The regular amount of I'm legs. I'm a regular looking cat.
1: He's
5: had I been
0: a, cat. I think it's a Saturnian cat, I could have had up to seven. <laughs> 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 wow.
2: Well, what, what do we really want to do, chefs? Do we want to go in a shop and ask around a bit at what's going on? Can we on? go knock on some doors? Where do we go to the mansion?
5: Yeah, is, is there anybody a you node know that looks important I go special around as a kitty like that? Got to make a dance, dance, dance. spot hidden. <laughs>
3: uh you can yeah, you can roll a perception check. Um it's a perception. Everybody you've seen so far looks pretty common. Everybody's wearing very threadbare clothes. Nothing that looks Uh-oh. expensive. So or
0: bare clothes. Do any of the homes have doggy
3: doors or open windows that I can go inside? Mm. Uh, there is a doggy oh, door is. on one, but there's a small Russian man standing in it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 oh, it's Dalstan animal. Hello,
3: Ooh. it's me, um, Damodrovsky.
2: FYI, ghouls are living creatures. Okay. Living organisms. Yes, yeah,
0: so I don't sense him. Oh, so he's not cold-blooded.
3: Okay, so you didn't sense him then at all. You didn't sense anything. But they do eat the dead and the undead.
0: I did know that. Mm. I'm partial to... All right, I'm angri- making perception. Yes. Here we go. The very sweet... Are Eight. they sensitive, sensitive to sunlight? Five. We do see Thirteen. well in the dark.
3: Thirteen. All right, looking around. Uh, also, as you're here in town, it's sparsely populated. Uh, oh... You don't know if there's just not a lot of people out on the street, but also for the size of the town and how many houses and buildings you've seen, you—it's it, surprising how few people are around.
0: Is it a relatively good-sized town?
3: It's a—it's small, but um, it's—it's it's, yeah, it's an okay size. It's. Do any of the homes have lights on that we can see? Some of them. What time of day is it? Uh, it's coming into evening. It's coming into evening. Is yep. there an inn nearby? Uh, there could be. Uh, if there like was to. one, then I you would suspect it would probably be uh, near the shop area. That's of where town. I'm headed. Kind of I'm like headed near the, the shop area to look let's for Let's go the that inn. way. Okay.
2: For a tavern or an inn or a pub. Did someone say pub? Yes, Dom. <laughs> I'm not Dom. <laughs> My name is Glen Goulia.
3: <laughs> All right, let's head towards that section of town. Okay, so yeah, so as you are heading through, you do finally spot somebody that does actually look like an official. And this is the first one of these that you've seen, uh, uh, like a guard or town watch or something. He does have some armor on. Uh, He's carrying a sword that's uh, in a sheath at his hip and uh, with a shield on his back. Uh, He looks middle-aged. He has shoulder-length brown hair and a beard um, walking towards you. Uh, and he's the first person that's approached you as he comes walking up. Uh, he sees all of you, and you see he's got his hand on his sword, though he hasn't drawn it. Um, I has to breath him. Yeah, okay. Can I go rub my cat body against
0: his legs and fur and <laughs>
3: try and charm him? Um, yeah, you actually can if you want. Alright, what do I roll? Um <laughs> <meow>. <laughs>
1: oh
3: Is there a charm? What is it? I can't remember all the skills. Uh, it's persuasion.
4: Charisma. Um mm-hmm. performance. Ooh, performance is a charm. Persuade. Intimidate.
3: Alright, I'll, I'll let you make a persuasion check all to right. persuade him to like you.
0: No. <laughs> to maybe calm him. <laughs> the fifteen. <laughs> um, I lick his boot.
3: So as this man is walking, he's kind of, st- st- you know, storming towards you, like very, uh, very intent. Uh, he has his hand on his sword. He's, he's got kind of a scowl on his face, um, which is a bit of a craggy face. Uh, looks like he's seen a few things. Uh, coming towards you, as then a cat breaks ranks <laughs> with the rest of you and wanders up. And it's Major Baker's cat. <laughs> then starts <laughs> doing the whole figure eight <laughs> thing through his legs, and he's like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh. Does he say? Uh, and he does stop for a second. He's like, "Oh, good. oh, Meow. <laughs> hey, hey there, little, little guy. How you, how you, how you doing? <laughs> and he Excuse
0: me, kind Stops sir. and kind
3: of like reaches down and starts petting him. Oh. Does actually seem to have calmed him. Uh, Nice nice work, kitty cat. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, uh, kind uh, sir. Uh, Could you please
0: tell us what town yes, this
3: is? Yes, uh Oh, my. What uh Ah, uh, yeah. Uh. Oh. Okay, look. Oh. I'm a perfectly <sighs> harmless creature. Look, okay, you are... You've arrived at the town of Evanstone, which... Why do you not know where you are? And what are you? I have never seen... <laughs> I mean, I've no humans and I've seen maybe one or two dragonborn, but I've never seen a bugbear that wasn't trying to murder somebody. And whatever you are. But you haven't started any trouble and you seem to be friends with a very lovable feline here. Now! I'm a ghoul, a, so, a ghoul. Don't you be haven't... filled
0: with dread. I'm perfectly harmless unless you're already dead. In that case he'd eat you. <laughs> <laughs> by the way I speak
3: <laughs> well, oh, oh what is he oh. He just like shakes his head he oh, I'm, I'm getting too old for this.
0: You have the oh. fanciest legs of any legs of earth is, is there a um near, an inn nearby and what is this giant manor
3: here who lives
0: there? <laughs>
3: yes let me let me first look. <laughs> yes, there is an inn nearby. And I su- I will give you, monsters, the benefit of the doubt. Hell, you call me brother? Since monster. I'm talking to you. Talking to the monsters. right. I'm not a monster. I will give you the benefit of the doubt since you are traveling with such a charming feline and you haven't yet eaten it. So, it's
2: not dead.
3: But there is an inn nearby, the Stoneway Inn. It's just two streets down this way and to the left. It's getting late. The manor of which you speak is the mayor's residence.
5: Hmm. What's his name?
3: His name is Warder Ebengard.
0: Warder Ebbingard. Do they have got milk in and that this? That is
3: Ebbingard Manor. He's the mayor of this town, and his family has been for generations. Warder. That's what it's called, Ebbingstone. Warder. Warder. Yeah. But Ebengard. Look, I don't. Where, where are you coming from? Who are you? What is your business here in town?
0: Well, see, that's the tricky thing. None of us remember. We woke up by a giant black pillar and don't know where we are.
3: Giant black pillar? Where? From where? What up was it? The... that hill over yonder, see? The hill? The hilltop? The hilltop, yes. Uh, when you say that, you, like, you see his face goes kind of pale, and he immediately gets... Uh, somewhat disturbed hey brother you
4: look
2: like you've seen a ghost
3: I can't help but notice you look slightly more dead than you did I ten start minutes
2: figurating around <laughs> his legs again
3: um, something wrong yeah you all of you look are, you strangers I don't know you best would be if you just left we don't need any more trouble here in town we don't need any more problems especially not from that place.
0: Look, we just need somewhere to stay for the night, and then we'll all be off in the cat morning. This keep talking
3: to me. What is going? <sighs> I don't
0: know either. Please, <laughs> we're all distressed. We need a bed. All right, fine. Me. Here,
5: listen, brother. We're not going to start any trouble with you, anything like that. That's all on Monday night. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we're Monday. Right? Monday. Monday. I'm going to take the enemies, and I'm going to fold them, twist them up into a prince and murder them. On Monday. On Monday. 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 <laughs> Monday, Monday. <laughs> Anyways, look, we just need to get some rest. We're all Monday, wet. Monday, Monday. I'm very
0: wet, and cats do not like water.
2: Excuse me, sir. You said that there was trouble in this town. What's happened here?
3: Uh, if, why don't you roll a, uh, persuasion? Roll a persuasion. That's my shot. worst thing 18
2: minus 1. She <laughs> 17. Okay. Um, I lick him and rub his leg. <laughs> Do you figure
0: eight between his legs? Oh, wait, I'm not
2: a cat.
3: I ride on top of him while he does. Look, uh, all right, I guess there's no harm in telling you, but... I will warn you, though, no... there are There are... No one here is going to welcome you. There's been problems. People... I don't know if they're leaving or what, but we... People have gone missing, and... There's just an air of bad luck through this town and has been for... A while now. And now you come down from that cursed hilltop. Why is it cursed? It's bad luck. Nobody goes up there. Nothing good ever comes from it. Has it always been that way? Is this the reason? As long as anyone can remember. Hmm. Some go up and they never come back. The last person who came down there was a, 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 a young boy. Ten years ago or so. I can't remember. But nothing good happened after that either. Brought more bad luck to this town.
0: Does he still live here? What's no, his name? We,
3: no, he he left shortly after. I don't remember his name. Hmm. Look, listen to me. If you are going to stay here in town, which I do not recommend it, look, I'm the sheriff here in town. I am the head of the town watch. The mayor is currently gone. He's left on business. So I am the de facto head of this of this village for the time. So the mansion is empty. For Evan Stone.
0: <laughs> We're on the same brainwave. You <laughs> and
3: I. My name is, is Terek. Sheriff Cobb, to you. But look, if you do insist on staying, I would advise you get indoors before sundown. Do not come out again until sunrise. Is there something that happens during the night? Stoneway Inn. It's just around the corner.
0: Well, I think we should take his advice, group. Let's head over to the inn.
3: But look, but remember, I will be watching. All right. So the rain starts picking up more as you start heading down the road. Uh, following the directions that Sheriff Cobb gave you. Uh, Again, you see everybody heading inside. Everybody's now rushing around to get indoors. And you do see it opens up a bit to kind of a market square area. There's a shop that says General Store. And there is what appears to be an inn uh, with a sign hanging that says Stoneway Inn.
0: Hey, everybody. Sam here. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Arkham Files. Got a lot of cool stuff coming your way, so stay tuned. And don't forget to check out our website, www.arkhamrpg.com. Thanks.